0: Welcome back to another episode of A Positive Insights. I'm joined by special guest Brendan Perlahey from A Positive with Cam Barry Chambers for this episode. We just had the pleasure of talking to Sean from Aspirante. One of the things I really loved about this episode was uh, just how honest uh, Sean was on the things he did right and the things he did wrong in business. I think you guys really enjoy listening to that. How about yourself, Brendan? Yeah, totally agree. The honesty is something special. But uh what I found also interesting was that you talked about acquisitions, uh, which I believe is the first time we've had that in A positive insights. So yeah, it's quite interesting to to hear that sort of to hear those points. Yeah, I totally agree. I hope you all enjoy this one. Again, guys, we are trying to grow the podcast. So please like, share, and do as much as you can. Thanks. G'day, Sean. Thanks for joining us here at A Positive Podcast. Uh, just for the listeners at home, can you please give us a bit of an overview of yourself and Aspirante?
1: Thanks for having me, guys. Um, pleasure to join you today. Um, so, I guess, you know, my background um, I'm a career recruiter. I've been in this game since I was 18 years old, so 27 years all up now. And um, I've been in Australia for just over 20 years. And worked for some of the the larger tech recruitment firms. And uh, five years ago, um, me and a friend who uh, I met through work, we um, we wanted to start our own business, and and that's when Aspirante began. Uh, the name Aspirante is um, is unusual to a lot of people. It sounds like a bit of a <laughs> summer alcoholic drink to uh, yeah. to many, but uh, it actually it's an Italian word for candidate, uh, which we right. felt was uh, was a great name to. Uh, to name a recruitment company.
0: So yeah, but basically, you know, setting up sort of Aspirante coming from sort of the UK to Australia, is there much difference you would see between the recruitment game in the UK and the Australia?
1: Uh, probably the biggest, the most obvious one is um, is the level of competition. Um, so you know, when I arrived in Australia in, in 2002, um, there were less recruitment firms in the whole of Australia than there was in London. Um, I think London had 10,000 recruitment agencies when I was the back there in, in <laughs> 2000, 2001. So, you know, the obvious difference, you know, and, and the reason why, why so many UK people come to Australia is um, it's a lot easier to be successful in recruitment in this country than it was in the UK. Now, you know, over the years, that's changed, but... Um, well, that is a bold statement. <laughs> 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 yeah. There's lots of other reasons why the Brits yeah. arrived here as well, but... Um, Hopefully that's not the only one. The real reason is uh, recruitment for some reason was always on the, the skilled shortage list for, uh, for 457. Yeah, so, that's right. So, easy way in. <laughs> easy way in.
0: Okay, great. So I guess when uh, starting up Aspirante, what was the biggest challenge you faced um, sort of setting up and then trying to grow the business?
1: Um, well, obvious one, you know, two years after uh, we we formed the business, um, which won't be a surprise to anyone that's listening, um, COVID. Mm. So that was a big challenge. But, you know, coming out of it, the big challenge now is, um, you know, recruiters all across the country have have pretty much been working from home for for two years. You know, your experienced recruiters that we were speaking to, that we were close to bringing into the business, uh, they're now realizing that, hey, you know. I've been at home for two years. You know, my success has been my success, not the company I work for's success. And everybody that you, you're trying to re-engage with now is uh, is either telling telling you they want to start their own company, or they'll join your company. But what are you going to give them? Um, yeah. what, do you, wow. what are you going to give them is not just a you know a a big fat salary and a and a juicy commission scheme. It's you know. How much of your business are you going to give me? Um, so they're the conversations that you have to try and navigate now, and, and you know a big challenge for us, and I'm sure for many other recruitment firms right now is, um, you know, where are we going to find our people from? How are we going to grow? Um, which would seem confusing to to external companies because we are professional recruiters. That's what we do day yeah. in day out. Yeah. Um, but when you're in the trench, in the trenches, you know, recruiting for your client base. You don't have time to recruit for your own company and mm. to grow your own company. And as anyone that has to hire on a regular basis, they'll tell you it's a full time job. Mm. So you know, at, at some point, either myself or or Will or you know Mark that we have in Queensland, uh, we're going to have to take ourselves, remove ourselves from the business, and really focus outwardly on growing our business because at the moment we're just not spending enough time trying to attract people into the business, which is a massive challenge.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. I'm sorry, Brendan. I was just going to ask: like, have you actually thought about strategies
1: to actually attract people? Are you thinking about rookies? Are you thinking about experienced people? Like, so, what yeah, type of people? We've always had great success bringing people in that have got a sales background and no recruitment. Yeah. Um, and you know, just teaching them from a from a clean slate. You know, as I mentioned earlier, I've got 27 years recruitment experience. My business partner's 25. Um, you know Mark, who runs our Queensland business, over twenty years. Claire, over twenty years. Yeah, it's huge. Um, so we've got a ton of experience, and we've all worked uh, for big companies and gone through, you know, really great uh, training programs. Um, and we we were all, you know, really successful um, individual recruiters as well. So, you know, with with rookies, we get to show them how the job should be done from day one rather than getting someone coming in who thinks they know how to do the job and then having to completely remodel them. So that's been successful for us. But, you know, we, we also realize that, um, you know, that's not a strategy that's going to get us to where we want to be and, and how many consultants we, we really need in the business because it takes so much time of myself and Will and Mark that we can't do that for, forever. Um, you know, we need to start bringing in experienced people Uh, we need to start promoting the people that are working for us and have stuck with us and been loyal to us uh, make them team leaders Um, you know one particular enjoyment that i get out of being in the office and around the guys is you know you can listen to to someone that's been in the job for 12 months and they talk to clients they talk to candidates the way that myself and will and mark would would talk to clients and it's like it's like looking in the mirror at yourself. It's, yeah, that's um, amazing. You know, the the experience that they've got in such a short time is is brilliant, and 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 that's. You know, it's it's awesome, but it's also a curse at the same time. Yeah, and it's also maintaining that
0: sort of professional standard that you expect from your business. So just going back a step, you mentioned about acquisitions um, and you acquired a business. Is acquisition sort of strategy, sort of the plan for you to help grow your business? And then if so, how do you sort of try and incorporate those new people that you, of the business you've taken over into the culture of Aspirante?
1: Um, so I guess, you know, when we, when we set the business up, we had a clear vision of what we wanted to be, where we wanted to be. Um, how, how big we wanted to be at certain, um, you know, at certain annual milestones. Um, you know, so year one, year three, year five, year seven, year 10. Um, so we, we started the business with, with, with those uh, targets and goals in place, um, which is great. A lot of people don't. And uh, I think it just, you know. Sorry,
2: since it, right, I was just gonna ask, would you get the whole business involved in that? In the strategy, the one, and three in-year strategy? Or would it be more the leaders?
1: So at the start, it was just, you know, it was just the people that were in the business, yeah. which was only me and Will to start with. Oh, right, okay. um, yeah. But as we've grown, we involve the people in in those plans. So, um, so last year we, you know, we took the team up to Byron Bay and we had four days in Byron Bay, which was, you know, a lot of strategy, a lot of where we want to be, the vision, what people, you know, what people we wanted in the business, um, what we expected from the people that were in the business. Mm. Uh, what we were going to give back to the people that that stay with us, um, yeah. So we had all those. They, they, they were all like you know fluid conversations between us and, and the yeah, team, great. and 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 we set that we set those targets. And again, travel just keeps getting in the way of everything, yeah. and everything's just been so stop start. But yeah. you know we're, we're we're finally out the other side. We think now, and and we've done some really great things. And, and acquisition is, is has been. You know, it's been brilliant for us. Um, you know, you look at any big successful uh, recruitment firm in Australia; they've 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 got there with a combination of organic growth mm. and acquisition. Mm. And uh, and for us, we were we were very fortunate to have the opportunity to acquire a business in Queensland within our first six months of being in business, um, which does not always happen for people, no. you know if we could do it again there'd be lots of things that we'd do different and there was so many learnings from that which um, are invaluable now um, but we made a, a an acquisition recently, and all of that experience that we went through and all the things that we learned then just made this acquisition just so seamless. Um, nothing mr B um, you know we um, we we cut off you know contractor payments from the from the previous company. On one day, and then they started with us the next day, and all the timesheets came in, and mm. um, everyone was paid on time. Everyone was paid accurately. Uh, there wasn't one complaint, and you know we couldn't have done that four yeah. years ago.
0: Who's your payroll partner, by the way?
1: <laughs> good question, Brendan. Good question. It's good technology. We'll get to that. <laughs>
2: I suppose on technology. Um, any advice on technology
1: to use? Um, you've got to have so much today. Um yeah you know when i started my recruitment career um you know i i got a telephone and a yellow pages um <laughs> and then you know over the next few years computers got integrated into into the workplace and you know we no longer had to sit there on a thursday night downloading resumes um that we was going to you know market out the next day so um you know, when when a recruiter joins our business now, um, you know we've got a world class database, um, which is Job Adder. Um, you know, it's a brilliant, brilliant product um, that has you know been sold to Seek in the past few years, and they've continued to improve it. But it's uh, it's great for automation. It's got great um, plugins with Gmail, with all of our systems. It plugs in with A Positive, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, it's got you know text facilities it's got you know docusign facilities everything to just speed the process up of, of onboarding contractors or or sending out documents to perm placements uh so that's been great so you know we've we've got a, a candidate database of about ninety thousand, um which is you know it's four or five years old um so it's it's a it's a reasonable sized database so yeah everyone that joins us gets a, a linkedin recruiter license which you know whilst they're expensive um you know they pay for themselves very very quickly. We use um, we use the Seek Talent Database. So you know we've got the full access to the Seek uh, Talent Database, which is about I think six million candidates. Um, we use Lusher, which is yeah, a yeah. plugin for we for LinkedIn yeah, love that Lusher. gives us phone numbers mm. for people that we don't have access emails. to in any of our systems, mm. emails. Um, but another great thing that we did uh, utilizing technology. Um, know conversation started many years before we actually pulled the trigger on this but um you know we made we basically made the decision to to move our payroll partners um and we moved from 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 one supplier to to another uh you know the the new provider being a positive um and you know what we've what we've learned from that um that you know we 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 just didn't have visibility on before is um, is how you know the latest technology in, in your finance systems and, and 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 your payroll technology, how important it is um, for up to date reports, um, just clear information about you know what's happening with our contractors with um, with agreements. We've got more visibility of our cash flow, um, and we've got a white label technology that um, that is ours now that we can uplift at any point in the future if we decide to and, and either bring it 100% in house um, or stay with, um, with these guys at A-Positive, which is, um, you know, the experience for us so far has, uh, has been fantastic. Mm, excellent. So you'd say that uh, the reporting from A-Positive's payroll has helped you to scale your contract book even more, or? Just the freedom um, mm. and the availability of, of cash if we need it, the mm. drawdown facilities that are just different to our previous supplier um, you know, access to financing. You mm-hmm. know, if if a if a major acquisition uh, presented itself in the future, uh, the ability to to work with you guys um, to to raise the to raise the capital, mm-hmm. um, you know, to to make an acquisition like that work, and then how we um, you know how how we facilitate the uh, the payback through forward margin of 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 any contractor book mm-hmm. that we might purchase is, has just been eye opening for us and, and you know something that we uh yeah it's it's been a partnership and, and we've had a, a really great experience. And then we've recently started using Sourcer as well, which is a another company that Seek have acquired recently and um and that's just a way of of um capturing reviews from our candidates that we work with, whether we place them or not, um or or people that we place. And the clients that we're working with uh, to give us a full review about the service that we uh, we provided, uh, the quality of our consultants, the quality of our candidates, and and that's proven to be really successful. Excellent.
0: I guess uh, I guess moving on from, from the sort of tech there, you've you sort of mentioned uh, we talked we talked about sort of the you know how you put professional standards in with your Rockies and so forth using that. How do you differentiate your business from your competitors and build that strong brand in the recruitment industry?
1: Um, it's a good question. Um, so, I think it was in COVID. Uh, we we decided to to do a complete rebrand of Aspirante. We changed all of our logos. We changed all of our color schemes, all of our fonts. We we did a really expensive rebuild of our website, um, which has been received really, really well. Um, I guess when we first started out, we we weren't that concerned about having a really slick website um, because we knew that we was going to do business with people that we'd known for a long time but as we've started to grow the business and we've started to to contact and reach out to you know larger customers that are you know considered volume um, volume hirers you know i think it's been really important for us that when they've never heard of us and they go online to check us out that they see a really professional website that you know makes us look like we're you know a proper business that's definitely helped us now um so that's one thing that we did um and i think really from a you know a quality standpoint how do we differentiate ourselves i guess you know our our clients tell us on a regular basis that you know how we're different is you know when they give us work they don't receive Five, ten, fifteen, twenty CVs for every role, you know, they might only ever receive one CV. Um, and when they're working with other agencies where they're, you know, they're getting so much thrown at them, they just know and they trust that the C, the one CV that they get from us, we believe that that person will get the job. And, you know, it doesn't happen 100% of the time, but, you know, our, our, our stats on CV to placement. Um, you know, I'd, I'd put them up against any agency in Australia and and, and back ourselves to win. Mm. Um, so the quality of our people and how they've been trained, and you know what to look for, and uh, not to just throw things at people, I, I think is is a, is a massive differentiator. There's heaps of other things that I could tell you mm. that you know, if you scratch between, be beneath mm. the surface, mm. every other agency is saying, "Oh, we do that and yeah. we do that and we do that as well," but. You know, it, it's really just down to the quality point mm. with us. So, not using that sort of keyword search that you know some of the younger
0: recruiters would use and, and spec it out to, to the people. Basically, taking the time to understand your
2: candidates.
1: We will run ten different searches mm-hmm. for every job before we actually think. You know, we've actually done our job there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So obviously, Aspirant has been super uh, successful. How would you measure your success?
1: Um. I guess the obvious one is cash in the bank (laughs) (laughs) Um, but you know in terms of who we are as a business you know if you you work for one of the big firms you know your metrics might be you know how many meetings have you got this week how many jobs on how many CVs out how many interviews how many placements um, and all that stuff is relevant Mm. Uh, but I think you know that's old school recruitment I think you know in, in, in this modern world that we're now in you know success needs to be measured around your outcomes and your performance um you know because of covid you know we live in this hybrid world now and and any young recruiter you know they they expect and they want flexibility um as a small business owner you know i can be cynical and and feel that you know everyone's everyone's just trying to trying to take the piss out of you for want of a better word but um you know, if you're measuring their outcomes, and um, you know you, you're having regular conversations with them about your expectations, and they know what your expectations of them is, um, I think that's the way. I think that's the future. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because people wanting flexibility and hybrid and and this, that, and the other is, is not going to change. It's, it's only going to increase.
2: Yeah, that's no, true. So that's the consultant. But what about the business? So the recruit, like your business, like how would you? Measure the success. What type of metrics would you look at?
1: Um, so the biggest thing for us really is 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 beating beating um, last year's numbers um, and hitting our contractor growth targets. Yeah. So you know we've been very clear from day one who we want to be as a business ten years from now, and and everyone knows in our business the contractor number that we want to grow to. Um, so success for us is 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 measurement against that. Um, you know whether it be quarterly half yearly or 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 annually when we get together as a team wherever that may be um you know we were we were we were going great before COVID. COVID pegged us back a little bit and we we're charging forward again now and 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 we're, we're making some some really big gains which is which is great
2: yeah amazing yeah no it's been uh I suppose it's been an awesome sort of two years um, since COVID, I think. Um, we've had record quarter, record quarter. We're in here and a lot of good things. But earlier on when we were chatting, you mentioned about the market potentially changing a little. Can you sort of elaborate on that for me?
1: Um, yeah, crystal ball stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, What's going to happen in the future? Well, I wish I knew. Um, you know, the, the, the changes like there's been so many cycles of COVID. Um, and the big change, what where we where we see the market right now to where we were twelve months from now? Um, you know, twelve months ago, internal talent teams weren't as bolstered as what they are right now. Um, there was still lots of opportunity, um, so there was a lot more out there for agencies to uh, to feed off. Yeah. Um, you know, with. Uncertainty coming out of America and uh, and Europe. Um, you know, a lot of the tech firms are publicly making mass redundancies at the moment. You know, the market has, has shifted um, to it's it's an it's an employer's market right now. Whereas you know, for the last two years, it's been a candidate-driven market. You know, they had they called all the shots. Mm. They was in mass demand. There was limited supply. And now there's there's a bit of you know. Loosening of, uh, of availability and, and, and clients are, their expectations are very, very high right now. Um, you know, if they're gonna pay an agency fee, then your candidate best be the number one candidate. You know, yeah, right. ticking all the boxes and way, way better than, than their advertising has, uh, has found or their internal talent teams has found. So um, things are slower than they were six months ago. Why do you think that is? I guess we're uh we're just waiting for we're waiting for news from America as we always mm. are in Australia like mm. you know are they in recession are they not um you know what's what's happening in the u k when are people going to start returning to the country um mm. you know are there going to be mass hiring projects in Australia this year it's just yeah it's just all a bit uncertain right so now, so
2: businesses are concerned about budget massively yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: okay cool.
0: we got time for one more. One more, okay, great. Um, you've talked about sort of you know the learnings and sort of challenges you've had uh, while building or starting and building your business. Is there one sort of challenge that st- comes to mind that you wish you, someone had told you before you came to that challenge in terms of getting advice or so forth?
1: And what would that be? Um, I, I think, uh, thinking back to when we started, you know, the age old saying of you don't know what you don't know, right? And when you start a business, you know the fact that you've been doing this job for for two decades counts for nothing. you know being a successful consultant where you've got all the tools around you to be successful um that doesn't translate to being a small business owner where you know you come to work every day and you do ten different jobs in the company so you know if if I could start a business again, you know what would be some key take out, um, I think anyone that's that's thinking of starting a business with, uh, with you know, business partners, I think it'd be very, very good suggestion to assess everyone's strengths, write them down, and discuss what each business partner's role is going to be in the growth of the business. That would be my probably top pick. Excellent. Number two would be when you're trying to find an accountant. Um, go and see lots, and you know, just write down as many dumb questions as 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 you think you can, you know, pull out of your brain um, to ask these these accountants, um, and pick someone that you feel is um, has got the experience to 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 help you on your journey. You know, where you want to go, where you are right now, and, and some of the some of the hurdles that are going to come along the way. Um, we picked the wrong accountant i think for oh. us um starting out and um it caused us quite a lot of headaches mm-hmm. <laughs> for the first two years um so that would be pick number two and then i think you know pick number three would be um especially especially in this hybrid world that we're, we're living in now there's there's lots of people that i know that have started businesses since, since will and i started aspirante um, and everyone's trying to cut costs when they first start up, and they're trying to decide, do we go with this, do we go with this, do we get an office, do we work from home, do we use this technology, do we pay for LinkedIn, um, and my advice would just be, start business with, uh, with a healthy bank account, don't expect to see any anything coming in for three months, buy everything that you had in your previous job that made you successful, and if you scrimp, you won't have the same success. Um, So go to an office, invest in the technology. Um, That's excellent advice, because it's the sort of analogy
0: of, you know, you start out on a push bike and you can only go so far, but if you pay the extra money and jump in a car, you're gonna be further down the road in less time with less effort. Absolutely. Cool, excellent. Well, I guess that's it for today. Um, Thanks, Sean. Uh, Yeah, thank you, Sean. Awesome. Yeah, it was really appreciated, some good insights there. Um, look forward to, you know, catching up and seeing you on your further journey or if you keep growing Espirante.